Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Today I am talking about suffering and probably like the difference between suffering and enduring. Um, I'm very tired as well. <laughs> I just spent the entire weekend um, up in Big Bear, California. I was working at a race, Kodiak 100. I was at an aid station. Um, mile 87 was the aid station. So I was working like through the night into the next day. Um, also trying to get some runs in while I was up there. So yeah, your gut was a little tired today, but, um, I think this is an important blog. I was working on my book and this was, um, a little snippet from that book that I kind of made into a blog, but, um, I'm sure maybe, maybe some of you know who Amelia Boone is. She's a famous Spartan and ultra endurance athlete who has this quote that, um, many athletes have kind of adopted. And she said, I'm not the strongest, I'm not the fastest, but I'm good at suffering. She later redacted the statement saying that enduring is a more fitting word than suffering. Before she made this statement, I never thought about the difference. Suffering is enduring something bad, the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. Enduring, however, is to suffer something painful or difficult patiently. To endure is to suffer, but with patience. To endure is to know that you will, at some point, exit the suffering. To endure is to become strong. To suffer is simply to remain in a painful state, sometimes for a very long time. Some of us suffer for months or years. Some of us may not know we can stop suffering and start enduring. All it takes is a 90 degree pivot and the wherewithal to recognize the difference. I didn't realize I was uh, I didn't realize it until I was hip deep in hurt, but I was good at suffering too. Running hard brought me immediate physical pain. The more I leaned into that pain, the less I could bear to think about anything else. In this way, running was a crutch, a blessing, but a curse, a, my savior and my fall from grace. Running taught me to endure the difficult parts of life. Life has taught me that there will always, always be difficulty. My paternal grandparents bought the farm I grew up on, raising cattle, tilling the land, slowly building a home from the fertile but callous earth. My parents bought that house before I was born and still live there to this day. The kitchen countertops still a muted pea green, the basement carpet bright orange. Visiting home feels like taking a step back in time, a few decades, um, and that's one of the reasons I love going home. The house is modest by conventional standards, but the land is what I fell in love with. They have about, I don't know, like a hundred and some acres, 80, 120, 100 and something. Anyway, um, but there was like a cornfield that butted up to a strip of forest where a creek ran hard in the springtime, coming to a head in a swamp. It doesn't sound glamour, glamorous to say I grew up next to a swamp and loved it, but I did. We lived far from most of my friends, so I'd come home after school, I would say hi to my great-grandma, and then I would fetch our dog and run all the way to the fence line and back, sometimes more than once. It was probably like a mile and a half round trip. But I was, you know, young and just like, hey, I need to feel something. <laughs> I was lonely and running gave me a friend. I covered up emotional hurt with physical pain. And that is a dynamic some of the best athletes are caught in. We know pain so intimately that sometimes we can't let it go. I asked my therapist one day if pain is a good motivator. It seems to work for me. I said, I push myself hard when I hurt the most. And that sometimes leads to great athletic accomplishments. Um, he thought for a moment and answered, I'm not an athlete like you, so I can't know for sure, but it seems like an exhausting motivator, like having a chip on your shoulder. At some point, internal motivation needs to be stronger than the external stuff because the external stuff will stop working. How do you know it will stop working? I asked, pushing him for details. I wanted to know that giving up my emotional pain wouldn't hurt my ability to run hard or fast. I needed to know that I would still be able to push myself even if I wasn't hurting or suffering. He looked at me and he said, you know, you're here, aren't you? Uh, I think that's answer enough. You seem like you want to resolve your pain, but you're afraid that without it, you won't be you anymore. And you, is that right? And usually uh, if he was to say something like that, I would like 
look away or deny it. But that day, you know, I was like so tired of feeling, um, you know, exhausted by enduring pain or suffering or whatever that I was like, you know what, you're right. Then he said something that has stuck with me ever since, something that I wrote down and uh, I looked at it every every day. I read um, what he said and he said, "You you can be a badass without constantly suffering. Hurting all the time doesn't necessarily make you stronger. And for the first time, I believed him. I did. I, um, I don't think that the pain is necessarily a good motivator. I don't also think that like having a chip on your shoulder makes you any better, um, as an athlete or as a performer in anything, any part of your life. So anyway, um, that's my bits for today. Uh, I gotta go to bed. (laughs) I'm so tired. Thanks for listening. I love you all. Bye.